host to Jen Candy. For those of you who don't know me, my father was the late, great John Candy. So tonight I have the wonderful guest, Mike Haggerty, who has so many credits, too numerous to mention, but I'm going to mention them anyway. He was in Second City alumni, of course, in the movie Overboard, and that show called Friends, and so many, many more. But before I bring him out, a man who I like to call as my film movie dad. I'll get to that later on, okay? Um, let's take a look at a classic Second City clip uh, that takes place in Chicago. So take a look, we'll go. What? What? I was just wondering if this bus went past Soldier's Field. Soldier Field. That's Soldiers. There's no S on the end of it. Oh my God, please don't hurt me. Get off my bus, you whore. Did I mention I was diabetic? Yeah, yeah. No, no. I, I do not promote diabetes, so therefore oh, we'll terrific. just start throwing them out to everyone else. And they're the fun size. They're the fun size, so uh, it's just it's little amounts of sugar. Not, lovely, not lovely. No, payday, payday is. Uh, but the peanuts are protein, right? Well, the peanuts are protein, and it's very simple. You know, it's a simple yeah. caramel bar with with peanuts, a uh, little salty. It's salty and sweet at the same time. I know. I mean, you can't ask for much more than that. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. Really good. Plus, it says payday. I know. Yeah. I wish it was real money inside. I know. Yeah. It's well, slightly disappointing for that. Did you want one? No, I'm good. I'm, I, I, I might have dived into the, uh, the bag. Oh, shit, I got a rock. <laughs> no, I'm all right. I, I got them on Amazon, so I can't guarantee Oh, okay. Purchase. All right. No, they're, they're, they're still good. They're still good. So you are... I didn't know they made them in Mexico. They That's do. A, I know. That's good. It's probably real sugar, then. Uh-huh. Yeah, That's it good. is. Yeah. They, yeah. Like, they like the Coke. They don't... They don't Switch to a stevia or anything. No, it's like delicious. That. Thank you know, you. It's good. You're, welcome. You're welcome. Thank you. So you're from Chicago, right? Born, I am. Born, born, born and raised. raised there, yeah. yeah. So did you always? I know. That was awesome. I'm here in Chicago. Right? Huh? Come on. <laughs> I love it. So have you always wanted to get into acting? Was that you? 
what did you study when you were? I don't, you know, initially I thought that you know that I wanted to be a secret agent. You know, really? I, mean, yeah. I, I, I didn't understand like the James Bond thing and the Man from Uncle and all that stuff. I mean, I I, I knew I wanted to do that. And I thought it was to be a secret agent, you know. But, well, you know, I but too it, wanted yeah. to be a spy. Yeah, right. you know, and, not, and I didn't I'm, understand it was the acting part that was the cool part, the, you know, the, act, the uh, actual. Uh, yep. So yeah, so I mean, I, yeah, I mean, that's what I thought I wanted to do, and I uh, wasn't very good at anything else. Um, when I got when I got into high school, right. uh, well, actually, even a little earlier than that. I mean, you know, I found myself uh, singing in the choir and stuff. At, at, you know, I was I had a very high soprano voice, and, and the nuns sort of picked me out and made me sing in the choir. And, Did you know, they? Yeah, yeah. and the first time on stage was at a, um, um, a Christmas pageant where I had to sing a Silent Night. Yeah. yeah. And they, you know, then they put me in the choir, and I didn't like that. But the nuns said I had to be there, and then my voice changed, and I got on it. <laughs> I didn't like me much after that. Yeah, you know? Your voice yeah. kind of right. dropped significantly, right. but you know. But I didn't. You know, I really did. You know, didn't put the two together until much later that it would be fun to be an actor, yeah. and not to you know, or not not necessarily to be a policeman or a fireman, but to play those roles. Oh, well, I wanted to be a veterinarian when I was young, and then realized there was a lot of math and science involved, <laughs> and oh. then realized I actually want to play a veterinarian because that was. You still get to play with the animals. Yes, you still get to play with the animals. You still get to pretend like you're saving animals' lives and helping, and right. like, but you really there's no blood involved. Right. Yeah, and you don't have to put anything to sleep or anything. No. <laughs> and then if you are, it's in a scene, and then they wake up and then right. they're happy, and everybody's happy, and everyone's happy, and it's old Yeller. Was, yeah. Uh, whoa. I still, I still think about that. You know, seeing, are they still, the kids still watch that movie? I don't know. I mean, every every I Disney think, movie uh, somehow has some sort of like. Change or death in it, you know. I mean, some but old Yeller. I mean, you know, that, then of course they ended with the, you know, where they old Yeller, old, old, old is like de- old Yeller is dead, yeah, and they got new Yeller. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, you know, I, it, well, I love animals. I, I do too. So hence, um, I would like to have them as my pets, and then you know, pretend to be the. Did you have a lot of pets? Coming up, growing yeah. up. Oh my gosh, we had a you had, you had some. You had some property outside of Toronto. We did. We, um, we had two. Uh, it was about an hour outside of Toronto. We had. A, a, I grew up on a farm, or as my mom and dad like to call it, a gentleman's farm. Um, because <laughs> that means it no was, crops. No right? crops. Yeah. We had crops, but it was more for the look of it, and then <laughs> the animals were for the look of it. So we had cows. To look at and horses (laughs) to to look at, and that and that was about it. So we had had horses. horses. We had horses. We had four Clydesdales, and then two. Like an Appaloosa, and we had a riding horses. Oh, your dad was a big dog guy. You, yeah. you need Clydesdales. You need Clydesdales. Right. So just kind of, just right, take them riding around. Right, have them riding around that. So we we had that, and then we had oh gosh, it, probably at one point it was like six dogs, a, a, ham, wow, that's great. a barn full of cats. That's great. And yes, yeah, so I had a hamster. Sort of a sort of a, a, a what are they, like a, like a like a training wheel pet, you know? yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I went away to camp to scout camp. I came home and my hamster was you know, in the, the dead. I, yeah. uh, I hate to say it, but I wished my hamster had. He they're, lived yeah, they're, they're fun for about an hour and a half. He lived forever, and then he bit me, and I never wanted him anymore. He's backstage right now. Yeah, I, I leave the cage open at night. <laughs> and then he'd run away, and my mom's like, "The hamster got out," and I'm like, "I don't know 
what happened? I'm so sorry. And then she'd find it like a week later in her office. Wow, they, yeah, they're pretty resilient. A friend of mine, Pat Finn, had his uh, had a hamster. They found it. The mechanic found it in his car after about three weeks. No way! <laughs> somewhere it had, it had moved into the car and it was living in the guy. He got his oil changed. The guy was vacuuming the car. And he's like, you got a hamster living in there. <laughs> That's where I put it. Oh, and, and, and the kid called it. It was a very clever name. I remember it was, it was Hammy the Hamster. <laughs> <laughs> Never let kids uh, name your pets. I no. Mean, they, they, you know, they, they, it's the one thing they, 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 yeah, they, look, they look at it, you know, what do you want to name the doggy? How about Cereal Bowl? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, name it Cereal Bowl. Cereal Bowl, <laughs> <laughs> You're walking around the neighborhood later night going, Cereal Bowl! <laughs> cereal Bowl! <laughs> you really have to, you have to think about that. Oh, it's so <laughs> Think about yelling it aloud, and if it rolls off the tongue, if it's challenging or not. These are really all mine. Huh? Those are all yours. They're all yours. You can take them home. We don't have to eat them all now because we really don't want the sugar to spike and all that stuff. <laughs> so okay, so you were you loved singing, you loved acting. Mm-hmm. How did you, I want to know how you found your way to Second City? Why well, go? On I-57, I had to get off of North Avenue. I've been waiting for that answer. Thank you. Thank you. Well, interesting. Well, I hope it's interesting. Um, I was going to the University of Illinois. Okay. Now, I was living on Taylor Street. Now, the, the people who live in Chicago are, are from there, but Taylor Street is right there at the University of Illinois. I was living down there. Um, I was taking some acting classes. Um, the, way I got, the way I found that out was that I was driving a meat truck. And I almost ran over this girl who was crossing the street that I used to go out with. It was Shelley Wall. And so I said, you know, and I looked at her and it was like, you know, it was literally like a movie, but she goes, huh? And I go, oh, Shelley! You know, so I pulled over the meat truck after almost killing her. And we chatted and stuff, and I said, you know, I'm sorry, you know, you know, I haven't seen you in a while, how you been? And she goes, we, she says, I'm doing great. And I said, where are you going? And she said, I'm going to acting class. You know, and I said, there's a class for acting. <laughs> you, you can do that. You can pursue. Really? You can pursue that as an academic. As I'm thinking, you know, I'm not really thinking this because I'm a South Sider. But I mean, I didn't realize. That, I, I, I didn't realize that you could pursue it as an academic pursuit. I had no idea. I mean, because nobody ever tells you that. I mean, they told me on the when I was a kid that you could become a fireman or a policeman or a fireman. I mean, those are your three choices. Yeah. You know? I mean, yeah, and um, and so you know, I didn't realize you could possibly pursue it. So I thought to myself, well, you know, so didn't enjoy driving the meat truck, you know, but I kept doing that in the morning. It pays the, yeah, I paid some of the bills, and um, I enrolled at the University of Illinois. So as I was there in the acting class, Jim Belushi was um, in the touring company at Second City. His brother John Saturday Night Live had just hit, and uh, Jim was there. So you know everybody in college and at that age knew who Belushi was. You know John, and it was a big deal to have Jim there. And Jim was transferring, I think, from Southern Illinois, and he was trying to finish his degree, yeah. and so he had a few hours to go, and so he was taking some classes, and of course you know um, he was signing up for some acting classes also. You know so, so anyways, we were doing a show called uh, that was uh, Commedia dell'arte. And um, what that had to do was was very similar to what Second City is. Mm-hmm. You know, it was all stock characters and uh, the skits. Instead of st- skits, they called them Lotsies. Mm-hmm. And they and and they you know and the, and when when an act when a character walked out on stage, 
you literally knew who that person was by the the costume they were wearing or the way they spoke or the way they carried themselves, yeah. which was very similar to what Second City does. Right. You know, I think that the, the, the Second City and Commedia is, is quite similar. So Jim saw this show, and he said, listen, you really should come over and see us in a Monday Night Touring Company show. And I had grown up in Chicago. I knew of Second City, right. but I didn't, I'd never been there. You know? So I went over there and saw that, and I said to myself, well, that's what I want to do, yeah. you know, because there was a lot of improvisation in the Commedia show, and then these guys were improvising, and I, you know, I literally saw where my future was right you, there. Right there. Yeah. And did well, you, you have, I heard that you had an interesting audition start, like, do you, how did, do you remember your audition? Well, there's a couple of things going on. One of the things was that uh, before I, I think I actually auditioned, Bernie Solins, who uh, was one of the right. founders of Second City. Right. He came and he was running a workshop, and they were moving people up or doing something. It's a long, starting to be a long time ago. It is a long time ago. <laughs> and so um, Bernie came in and was running a workshop, and he said to 12 people or whatever they were, you know, you're an accountant, you're a, you're a bus driver, you're a, you're a butcher, you're this. And he said, I think he said to me, you're an accountant. And, uh, okay, now what we're going to do is we're all going to be standing here, we're going to be waiting for a bus. And so he says, okay, begin. You know, so we all st- stood there. And for about 10 seconds, everybody was just there. And then everybody started crawling on each other's backs and, and you know, making noises and, uh, you know, doing chicken things and all that <laughs> shit and everything else. And, you know, just going all over. Like, <laughs> and so, then, you know, they go up. Oh, everybody goes, okay, I thank you very much. He goes, you all can go. You, you can stay. You know? And so I said, why? What did I do? He goes, you waited for the bus. <laughs> so I was the only one that had wait, you know, actually followed the instruction and just you know just done something, not done nothing, you know, which yeah. is what which is what was the the exercise was about, right? I guess yeah, well, you know. So that led to one thing, and then also after that, uh, Del Close, who was uh, you know a, a, a director and a guru and a, one of the uh, big forces behind Second City would run workshops, and he asked us to do something that, that was like um, uh, something we'd never, never done before, you know, just, just to get the confidence and to do it like, you know, you'd, like you knew what you were doing. Yeah. So I chose to do a card trick, you know, which was, you know, just, you know, pass the, you know, or hold the, hold, the, hold the deck up to the audience, you know, and just, you know, say like, you know, okay, and then think about the card, you know, and then I said, you know, it was a, it was a card to ten of spades, you know, and I was just guessing. You know, I didn't know. I didn't know the trick, but the, the whole point of the exercise was to do something with confidence, like you really knew what you were doing, which is what improvisation is. Yeah. You know, I mean, even if you, you know, even if you're not a dentist, but you have to sell that you're a dentist, right? So I wasn't a magician now. by any means, but I hit it. I hit the card. Wow. You know? So, so, you know, so I had a one in fifty-two chance of hitting it. You know? and and you did. I hit it, and and, and 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 Dell was like really mystical, you know. And he, he actually foolishly thought that I had something. You know, <laughs> you know like oh my God, Jesus, did you see that? You know. And, and, you know and then, then all of a sudden, what's your name again? You know, so. And, and, you know, because Dell was really thought Dell really felt that you know that improvisation was something more than uh, than just you know he felt it was, there was something going on in the in the uh, Ethernet or whatever he felt that there was there was something there was something more to it uh, it was almost a religion to him uh, it was it wasn't to me and it still isn't you know but but uh, you know but he he really believed in this stuff so when I hit that 
it made a big difference. So then they said to, uh, at, at that point, Dell was treating me differently. He's like, hey, "How you doing, Haggerty? How you doing? <laughs> I said, "See, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what am I? What card am I thinking of?" <laughs> <laughs> And like a good pool shooter, I wouldn't repeat, you know. I'd like, right. no, I don't, no, I've done that trick. No, Never again. Retiring you know. my cards. Retiring. Yeah. So, so, anyways, then uh, they were having an audition and uh, for a kid who was coming in from Canada, and he said, uh, "What are you doing Saturday?" And I said, "You know, well, I'm, I'm working at Swingles, which was a." Uh, I know it's, it sounds like. It sounds I was just like, gonna say it sounds, <laughs> it sounds a lot more yeah. adult than what it probably really is. Well, <laughs> yeah, it was really kind of a ripoff. It was a, it was a place where people well, they stole around. Uh, it was a rent-to-own furniture scam, you know. And oh, I was, wow. you know, yeah. I mean, they they preyed on military and stuff. You oh. know, I mean, I, I hated the gym, you know. But it was on Michigan Avenue, and people would come in and they'd make 140 bucks a week, and they'd rent 150 bucks of uh, furniture. You know, so and they get themselves in trouble. You know, so so I didn't stick stick around there very long. But I said, well, I'm working Saturday. I guess I assume I'm working. And he goes, oh, you know, so, you know, so then I walked away and I said, no, wait, wait, wait. Well, what are you talking about? Well, he goes, well, we got a guy coming in from Canada and we just need a warm body to audition with. Uh, would you be interested? And I said, yeah, I'll, you know, sure. I mean, I'll clear my I'll clear it. So I got out of working and went in there and auditioned. And uh, that was John Capelos, who was coming in from Canada. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, they hired us both. Oh wow! So yeah, wow. And yeah. so then you did the tour. You were in the touring company for a while, and then you mm-hmm. main stage. Well, for a long time, I was in the touring company. How many years uh, were you in the touring company? Yeah. Five years. Five years. Five, five, six years. Yeah. Five, six years. Yeah. Oh, you know, and, and you know. What was that like being on the road for that long? I did, you know, I didn't mind. I'd never been anywhere. You know, okay. and, 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 and really, you know, I, I mean, I'd never been in a plane, you know, I'd never been seen an ocean, you know, we used to go to, on vacation, we'd just go to Bass Lake, Indiana, you know, <laughs> you know and you could almost walk there, you know, it was like, you know, it was like, almost like, it was like uh, outside of Gary or some shit, you know, I mean, it was, you know, you know, you know and you, you, I remember wondering why, the lake. yeah, I remember wondering why the, uh, why the, why the sand smelled so bad, you know, it's like, you know, it was like, you know, yeah. Yeah, but anyway, but I'd never been anywhere, and I was in the touring company for quite a few years, for five years. Nice. But I learned a lot. I mean, I understudied everybody. Oh, that's great. You know, I mean, I was, uh, you know, uh, one time I was there, and uh, uh, what was, who would see, uh, George Went was supposed to. I was going to say, who was in the touring company with you? Oh, in the touring company? Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, well, a lot of people came through. I'm trying to think of, uh, uh, yeah, I guess what I mean, uh, yeah, they, some people they would just hire, you know, from different companies and, and put them right in or put them in, in a company we had, had, it was the Chateau Louise was out, was during that time too. So, but it was, what was easy about that back then was, I mean, there was only maybe two companies. There was one touring company and one company on our Chateau Louise. So figure six in each one of those, there's only 12 people in front of you. Oh, wow. From getting to the resident company now nowadays, I mean, there's workshops. I was going to say there's so many. I mean, there's got to be thousands. Com- there's, you know? Yeah, there's yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, there's cruise got- ships and touring companies yeah, and yeah. Redco, Blue Crew, Green Co. Yeah, so you you could see the t- the end of the tunnel when you were in one of the touring companies, mm-hmm. you know, back then. I mean, there's only twelve people, you know, in front of you, and which meant if there were twelve people in front of you, only two of them were you. Right. You know. Yeah. So. And a lot of people in the company had a tendency to look like other people in the companies. I mean, they would they would have a physical type that they had in mind, and uh, so when and even if you know, like I, I'm pretty sure when I was when I was auditioning or something, I never heard it, you know. But people would say, "Well, he's a George Went type, or he's a John Candy type, or yeah. they, things like that," you know. And they would say, and so you get all the good things. And the opposite side of that is if you they, if you had somebody they didn't like, 
You'd carry all their baggage too, you right? Know, so, yeah. Well, it's a good that you know my dad and George went are pretty you know good yeah. guys. So yeah, that, that's a good category. No, it was a good. I, I was the I, I was the fat blue collar guy, you know. Or, you know, but you know, all you know, diehard yeah. Chicagoan, you know. Yeah, yeah, classic. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's like like the comedian characters, you know, right. like I was talking about earlier. I mean, they're, they're stock types. There's only about a dozen of them, you know. So you know, and and you fit into that mold, right? Which was good. Which was good. And right. then you, so you did the touring company. You did main stage. You moved that. So what was what was your first transition out of uh, Second City? Like you started going into film and, and television. Yeah. yeah. And I think one of the first movies was wasn't it Brewster's Millions with my dad? It was. Yeah. Well, the first time I got to come out to California uh, was with that. Uh, you, I, sorry, you told me you got paid twice, and I want to know your tip. Yeah, well, yeah, that was a, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, how do I get paid twice here? Well, they hired me to be one of the groundskeepers in the in the room. That one of the scenes was that they were going to build a, um, a pitching mound in the hotel because this guy had to spend uh, thirty seven million. Yeah, so it's a remake, Brewster's yeah. Million. This one was with Richard Pryor, right? Um, and, and, my, John, and right, my dad, yeah. and they, he had, in, in order to, um, for those of you who haven't seen the movie, in order to keep the inheritance, he has to spend it all in a certain amount of days. And so he's just shelling out his money left and right. And right. he played a, um, I think, direct- oh, there we have a photo of it. Yeah. Uh, you played- it, it was directed by that uh, comedy director, Walter Hill. Right. Yeah, so, yeah. So, Walter was great, but Walter Walter came and saw us in Second City, and and you know, and I gotta say, John, he would never tell you this, you know, but I mean, John liked me, and we used to have a few beers together. We used to have a lot of beers together, <laughs> and uh, you know, and but he would never, you know, but I just started showing up in, in his movies now, you know, he would never come up to you and say anything or, or you know say like yeah, you know, but I mean, I know in my heart of hearts, and I wouldn't was too embarrassed to say anything. That he, I'm sure he used some influence on the casting directors or on uh, you know people because I worked with him in Bruce's Millions and also in Armed and Dangerous, yeah. and we worked on Uncle Buck together. We did a scene in Uncle Buck together. I did not know that. Or yeah. maybe I did and I yeah. forgot. No, well, I there was a scene that I still get paid for Uncle Buck. In fact, I, cast, I put a really? res- yeah, I got a put, I put a residual. Well, that's the thing. Is I it almost I, made it to the final cut. I see you and I are yeah. a lot in common. Yeah, when did you get cut out? I got cut out. Did I got you? cut out, and uh, well, I go. How could they cut a kid out? They you know, they, I, okay, I, I, I'll show you why. Okay, right, so right. talking about getting cut out, Armed and Dangerous, yeah. um, where you played my dad on on screen um, for the scene that got got cut out. Right. Um, and there's a photo. Well, there's there's this photo, which is you pushing my dad into the pool. Um, and then the next photo, I'm, I'm guaranteed this that is why I got out cut too. out because of my face. On the bottom there is just yeah. the resting bitch face as a child. <laughs> and, uh, didn't want to be there. I didn't want to be there. I was tired. I was probably hungry. I long, 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 long. I was long so day. I was so bad in this movie. I, can I, no, I, so it was, we could do fifty fifty credit of my oh, well, never cut, made it. See, you got cut out because I was shitty. That's what happened. <laughs> no, I, I they they, 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 they made me. I'm terrible with lists, you know. I just don't do that. I mean, I, I don't really act. I kind of react, you know. But you know, they gave me a list of things that I had to learn. And I thought, you know, well, what's the difference? I mean, you know, it, it was a Sony Panas. It was a Sony DVD one, and they had the serial numbers for these things, you know, because they asked. He asked there. He said, you know, what was missing, sir? I guess we were robbed. And uh, so they wanted me to, to 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 list off these products 
and their serial numbers, like a Gatling gun. And every time I would make a mistake on one of the numbers, they had cleared it through legal. They would have to stop the camera and go back, which got me into a mess, you know, because now all of a sudden, you know, and we're shooting film these days. It's not digital. It's getting to be expensive, you know. And and I would say, like, you know, it was it was serial number 1494784, and they go, 783. All right, let's go back to one. Oh. You know, and then, you know, and then, Maybe that's why yeah. I had the face. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And, and John, John was great. John was helping me. You know, he was like, you know, really sympathetic until it became a point that I was never going to get it. And then, so then I'd be looking at him doing his thing, and he'd just be going. <laughs> we knew it wasn't going anywhere. You know, it wasn't going to be in the movie. You know, whereas already, you know. Four o'clock in the afternoon, and we're losing the light. It would have been helpful if they had cue cards of some sort, and then you could read. Well, yeah, they could have done. But you know what it was? Is see how little you are there? Yeah. You remembered that I sucked. (laughs) (laughs) She said you had a hard time that day, didn't you? You know, and I said, you know, yeah, you know, but I mean, I didn't didn't think anybody knew or remembered, you know. But yeah, that was. I apologize. I did remember. Yeah, you sure did, and that's what you're probably doing right there, saying, "Oh, Jesus, not again." That's that's not doing this. We got we got to do it. We got to do it again. Jesus, are you kidding me? But I do remember my dad was like, "Smile, smile, smile." Smile. I don't blame you. It's probably it's probably the sixtieth take we did. I do have I do have photos of just me. Um, I love that photo. I'd love to have that. I will. Yeah, I will get. I will yeah. get that photo. Thanks. Do you not have that photo? No. Oh, okay. No. I've got. Uh, there's that. I think that's the only photo I have. But there was a couple. I was. There was another uh, kid that played my brother that I don't even know if he ever got made. I always love it when you do scenes that never make it and you try and explain. You know, it's like yeah. oh yeah, I was I was in this movie and I did this scene and they're like, well, I never saw you. I get residuals for this one too. I was cut out of it. You know, so you know, I mean, it's really nice because I mean, over the years, I've probably made a, a couple thousand dollars. <laughs> Make it in, or you don't. You still, you still get paid. Well, yeah, there's a there's a cut that happens like that. That's what happened to Uncle Buck too. Was I mean, it, it before it gets released, and, and if they don't, if as long as your name's in the titles, you get paid. You know, and if for some reason somebody's stupid enough to put it in there, and the scene was cut, yeah. you, you, I think it's a sad world that if your name's in the titles, you get paid. You know, and in Uncle no, Buck, we had a great scene. I mean, it was a very funny scene, anyways. We were all uh, delivery guys, and he was not supposed to be gambling. Uh, Uncle Buck is not supposed to be gambling, and so he calls his Domino's Pizza and uh, oh, wait, furniture guy. Oh, we have that photo. Does, did, yeah. Did Mark? Did you have that photo? Yeah, I have it. <sighs> you and were so, in that yeah, photo. Yeah, so they find. Oh, yeah, okay. So, yeah, Mark was in the scene, right? Follow on like, Twitter. Yeah. I'll, po- I'll post. And, I'll post that photo. And they uh, and so we all played uh, uh, high stakes musical chairs. Was the, was the, was the, was the, so it's a funny idea, you know. But I mean, we're all, we're all it's like a ten thousand dollar buy in, you know. <laughs> and these you know six big guys are, are going around five chairs, you know. Whoever whoever ends up. Oh, wins, I know it's a that. it's a great idea, That's a great you know. Concept. Yeah, oh, but it was a huge a huge buy in, and whoever wins. Well, first is, we played dictionary for money, and then musical. Real. I think the musical chairs idea came up uh, on the on the set, you know. Yeah. Oh, just... I'm pretty sure it was my idea. No, it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just go with it. it. Was it? Was totally, it was totally your idea. It was totally your idea. Oh my gosh, that's hysterical. But um, so yeah, so that was you did. Oh my, I didn't even know about the whole Uncle 
Yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 we, have, uh, we do have a lot in common. We both got cut out because I got cut out. You want to I was bowling, and somehow that scene oh, got geez. cut out. Jen, I think I stayed in a couple of movies. You did. You did. Oh no, Last Polka, the the Schmengi's Last Polka. I did stay in that one, and I managed to. I managed to everything I've booked from this point. I've managed to stay in it. Good. That that I find as a good as a good accomplishment. Well, believe me, you'll you'll, uh, you'll reach a point in your career where you won't care if you're cut out. You just like to get paid. So that just the other day, I was I, I just did a I just did an episode of Shameless uh, yesterday. I worked and uh, and, and I, t- I said it was a long another list. I was you know I worked on it. I, I worked it worked out fine. They'll be able to use it. Uh, <laughs> 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 But it was, you know. But I mean, I said to the to the writers, I said, you know, I said I'm really at that point in my career where less is more. I don't mind you cutting some stuff. I don't mind you doing that whatsoever. You know, take an axe to it. Very, just very laid back, very relaxed. Yeah, but then they think that it's all every word's their baby. You know, so. But tell so you're doing television. So you start you started doing a television show that you said was kind of going from Richard Pryor, who was you know a comedic genius to yeah. George Carlin. Carlin, yeah, yeah. And then you were on that show for... For a year. For a year. Yeah, the show ran a year, you know, and I was hired... This is another, something, you know, not a lesson or anything, but uh, the characters were just... It was just called Barfly, you know, and, uh, you know, and I went in for the audition, and they liked me, and I was in, I was in every episode, and I wasn't offered a contract until halfway through the season, oh, which really? was like six months into it or something like that. But you know, but I worked on twenty two of the twenty two that they made. Oh wow! You know, and yeah, what and, was but, that like working with him? Was oh, yeah. I mean, I it was every day. You know, it's almost any job you get uh, uh, turns into work after a certain point, and you sort of regret having to go in. But boy, I used to. I, I used to. Well, it, it's just psychological. You just like you yeah. know. It's like you know, oh no, no, it's Monday. Oh Christ, you know. I gotta go. Uh, I gotta go go into work. You know, that's what you know. That's why they call it work. It's not you know going into fun. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So, but I mean, they they uh, you you used to hate. I used to hate the weekends when they came around because because I wouldn't be with that group of people and 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 they were all just wonderful people. George Carlin, Alex Rocco, we just lost him uh, about a month or so ago. Couple of months ago, great guy, and uh, Tony Stark, and a few, you know, I mean, just one, you know, absolutely wonderful people. We still keep in touch, um, but uh, but it, it was a creative environment, and we got to, you know, and, and mostly because of George, you know, I mean, George is, you know, it's wrong. I don't think any people really think of George as being a curmudgeon because that's not the way he really is. He was just a really thoughtful guy, yeah. and Irish to the core, you know, uh, very New York and loyal. Right. You know, uh, loyalty was um, you know was unbelievable like, to his brother and to his family. So, and and you know a brilliant brilliant mind. You know, so you know, so it was just great to go in there every day. I, mean, I actually have a clip of one of, uh, one oh. of I think an opening credit of um, one of the episodes that you did that you it's are lucky I'm here tonight because you got a lot of my stuff. I do. It's just, <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's just randomly, yeah. so I kind of just <laughs> pray who's coming in tonight. Yeah. Whoa. Wow. What a cool. What a coincidence. <laughs> let's take a look at this clip. Joe Montana. Johnny Unitas. Joe Montana. Johnny Unitas. Joe Montana. Johnny Unitas. Joe Montana. Okay, that's it. Kiss those pretty boy good looks goodbye. All right, wait. Let's go. Let's go. Let's
No, no, no. Come on, put, put the weapons down. Put them down. Come on. You really want to risk an open wound in a filthy place like this? Now, see what happens to two people when the only thing they know about is sports? All right, time out, George. Yeah, flag on the play. When's the last time one of you two guys read a book? Pronounce a book? Yeah, I haven't seen that in a while. Yeah, that's really nice. I liked it. I used to watch that show. I love that show. Yeah, it was good. You know, it was good. It could have been uh, something, you know, but George didn't want to do that. I mean, you know, he, you know, it it was a lot of uh, uh, strings attached to that show. You know, to any any television show. I was just going to say, a lot of television shows are strings, especially for stand-up comedians. Yeah, I mean, you know, he had to take, George Carlin had to take notes on what was funny from network executives, you know. I mean, it was like, come on, you know. You know, funniest people in the room. You know, so I mean, you know, and and, and he would take it. I mean, he would listen to him and things like that, you know, and then, you know, but that's not right, you know. I mean, they they wouldn't let him, and, and this was not... In the days of cable, where you could sort of go out there, and, you know, it there was, wasn't a real HBO. Like it wasn't like it was on yeah. HBO or Showtime, where you can kind of right kind of do whatever you want. And, and doing it, doing his stand-up, you know, I mean, he was, you know, he was in control of that space. I mean, it was all his, you know. So I mean, he'd go out in front of these audiences and stuff. And, and this is when he got into doing this thing where he would like take a show on the road and work it a year, wow. and then do one HBO special every year after he had honed his uh, his, his material. And uh, you know, but that was all him, and 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 he didn't have to answer to anybody. Yeah. You know, so he was a producer on that show, but you know, but really, just because he was the star, you know, and I th- I don't think he was very happy there. Yeah, you know, he said he loved the people, but he hated the uh, the work environment. You know? And a lot of that stuff we weren't even privy to because it was happening behind the scenes. So. Yeah, I was gonna say sometimes you don't you don't, you don't know. know what yeah. goes on in those meetings upstairs. And right. Just, because if he it sounded like he kind of. Kept the environment very, yeah. you know, uplifting yeah. and family-like. Yes. But when he was on, so when he was on stage or down there working with us, working with the actors, he was just a you know a champ, mm-hmm. you know, a great guy. He's really, really, really funny. One of one of the people that I loved, I loved watching all yeah. the time. Yeah. But um, I want to go back to you being okay. So you were essentially you're always cast as that typical like blue collar Chicago, you, you know, the mustache, everything. You are that guy. Yeah. But you also have a huge kind of fan base from playing it for playing a character from a galaxy far far beyond you did three roles on star trek yeah three. yeah yeah how did okay uh, so uh, julia uh, the casting <laughs> i have i have the photos so yeah. there we go we go captain larg yeah captain larg yeah I, I have the, I have, you know, they take their they have a bunch of extras that do the show, and they sort of like rehire them because they fit in the costumes. And then you yeah. were, yeah. what is it, Scorin was another one you played, which yeah. I have yeah. that one. Yeah, Scorin, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Meshka, how did you, Meshka? You know, I never saw that because I could never get my computer to, fast, to run. It's a, that's a game. That's one yeah, of the... Yeah, so that was, what, that was one of the... Yeah, you know, Klingon the games Klingon video games. But yeah. I, I was curious yeah. to know if the producers were, were fans of all the aliens having mustaches. Yeah, well, you know, in that in that first one, Captain Captain Larg, yeah. L.A.R. I was telling everybody on the set when I was there, you know, you know and the first line is like, "Good," you know. Anyways, they, they call him Captain So Larg, and I go, you know, I was like, "That's Larg." There's no e on the end of it. It's Captain Larg, not large. Yeah, <laughs> no e, no e on the end of it. Who who said e? Yeah, like, you know. So. 
There was this thing, and, and it is the mustache and the working class thing because the first line Wait, Andrew, you're, you're it's me, and, me it's, yeah it's me and uh, Michael Dorn who uh, was playing uh, uh, what the, the character you know, the other the main Klingon guy right uh, Worf, Worf. Worf. yeah so anyways the word it's uh, it's an episode called Redemption and my line is and this is my buddy Andy Barnacle pointed this out to me and I go they're good to drink with you. <laughs> would you, you know? And I, which, which you? Which is the way we say it in Chicago. You know? it's, like, it's not. It's not good to drink with you. It's good. Good to drink with you. you know? so, so it was literally the guy was literally a Southside Klingon. <laughs> and if you go, if you go back, and it's the opening scene of the rede- of the, of the redemption thing. You know? Oh, I'm gonna go, watch that. Good to drink with you, Arf. <laughs> And I just played this like like it was bad Shakespeare. You know, <laughs> you know I was like, you know, false staffing the shit out of it. You know? <laughs> ah, Worf, you know, what do you, better stop the, what, the uniform of a Klingon. <laughs> but it was great, great, great fun. But they, after I got in there, they, they, they said that I, you know, I mean, I, they hadn't established me on campus yet. I was three, three hours in the makeup chair. And I got up there, it was Michael Westmore, who's the makeup guy. Looks at my Three nose, hours. he goes, wrong nose. Yeah. Well, how could it, why, what can, I haven't been on camera yet. How can it be the wrong nose? You know, so it was back to the chair. You know, oh. they, were, they were very meticulous about their... Uh, their Klingons. Yeah, their Klingons, the, And the cast was, I mean, the, 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 I mean, the cast was great. They act, you know, but the people who were filling in the back of the bar and stuff like that, Really took their shit seriously because <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I had all this smoke and effect. It was like on some planet, and we were like, you know, you know, and I'm just improvising, just playing. I'm going like, I distinctly asked for a no smoking section. They had these shoes on me. They were mostly, you know, and I go, I walk around. I go, teeth out, you know, and they go, I go, we got to find me something else for my feet. We got to do something about my feet, you know. And they said, well, sir, the Klingon have cloven feet, (laughs) and I go, well, I don't. (laughs) Get me some tennis shoes. (laughs) They have cloven feet, sir. I was just gonna say, being heels on set or any form, oh. it's like no. Like, are you aspiring actors? Bring your own. You, bring you your own shoes. Can I can I go barefoot? Can you just put me on an apple box if I need to be slightly higher? Like, I'm not. Oh, I want comfy shoes because the moment your feet are uncomfortable. Oh, it's, it makes a day go by forever. You know. I mean, you know. I mean, wear wear nurses' orthopedic shoes if you can. You know. I mean, nobody shoots your feet anyways. You know. It's like, you know. But, you know. But you're uh, speaking of feet. You're good on your feet. You, uh, you, you. Besides the, the little injury, oh. but you, um, when you did Friends, you did Friends for so many. How many years were you on Friends? Well, it was, uh, you know, it was five episodes. I did, you know, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I, like yeah. Was, I know. Your seems, character seems, was so prominent. Seems like more. Yeah. Seems like more. <laughs> it seems like more. It seems like more. But it was five, and they those yeah. five were strong. But I was going to say you. You got they, to dance in that. Yeah, they gave me a, a nice episode. It was uh, one of their stories, you know, and they didn't have to do that. I mean, you know, I this is this I think is the first time that I was on there. Right. It's an episode called um, Mr. Heckles or Heck, the one with, where Heckles dies. Right. Who's the upstairs neighbor? Yeah. yeah. 
And, you and I guess we, I, I find his body or something like that, you know. And then the Heckles was gone, so they needed somebody else, you know. I mean, they had written Heckles out of the show, and so they brought me in a few times. And then I think the third or fourth one, they gave me an episode uh, where I, uh, uh, something to do rather than just, you know, you know, uh, sort of, you know. So anyways, they gave me an episode where I got to dance with Joey on the uh, on the roof, you know. So that, and that was one of the... The main stories. I, ha- I have that scene so that we can watch you fancy. Oh, you. Did great. you take dance lessons for this? No. No, I did not. <laughs> okay. I was, just, that's, that's just all, that's all me. knowing that. Right. right. And then let's take a look. Night and day. Whether near to me or far It's no matter, darling, where you are I think of you Thanks, thanks. I got, I, I, I got to say that Joey was helping me out a lot there. <laughs> he was leaving. Uh, well, I was, you know, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he was. They were already in their third year or something like that of the show, and he was. And I, 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 you know, I was. They made it very relaxing for me on the show, but he was, you know, looked like I was leading, but I, he was, he was really helping me. You know, he was, he was Matt was very uh, giving in that sense, and he made, oh, he, made he made me look good. Yeah, he really did. Well, that's nice. I know. I love how you're. Uh, when I look at uh, on IMDb, you're credited as the maintenance guy, but you're you're uncredited as the naked guy. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, if you watch the show, is always. Well, so then, how did, I have to, I don't, I don't know, no, how did that come about? No, I have to dispel that because I don't know why it's you know, it's why on there. That? Yeah. And if I were, weren't so lazy, I would correct it. Okay, know, good. No, I'm not the naked, uh, ugly naked guy. You know, uh, yeah. Although, I, you know, I wouldn't have mind if I got paid. You know. I was going to say, they like, ever, wait they a only, second, I'm on there, so where's right, my paycheck? They, they shot the guy from the back. No, but those things are, are hard to control. To remove it. Once it gets on there, you know. You know, you know and uh, I mean, yeah, you know, I, I just saw that. Recently, I said, I wasn't the ugly naked guy, was I? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, I think they uh, did that. There was a cut. There was something that um, my dad had done, and they had they had it at as one of his credits. And I was like, nope, that wasn't him. And then yeah. they even they're like, no, then we have a photo, and I can't remember what it was. And I'm like, I looked at it, I was like, clearly not my dad. But they're <laughs> they're convinced IMDb is convinced he was in this movie. Yeah, and he I mean, played you, a you villain, tried, you, and that was him. And I'm like, that is. Not, that is not him. I also get, yeah, something with Ferris Bueller. Some people think that I was, I played the pizza guy or something like that or oh. something. You know? And I mean, you know, it was around the time I was there. Right. But, you know, it wasn't me. You know, it wasn't me. That mustache. Yeah, I, I guess. <laughs> no, I love it. So you, um, you're always, you're always working and what do you, you've done drama, you've done comedy and then you kind of. I loved watching you. And one of my favorite episodes of Curb Your Enthusiasm was. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, so what what was that like working on Curb Your Enthusiasm? Because I know that they don't have a script. You kind of get to set. Do they did they give you an outline? Did you know? Well, they don't really give you an outline. It gives you you know. They don't a, even do that. They, they're, they're limited. You know, I mean, yeah. they're limited into how much time they have. I mean, literally, you know. So I mean, I think Larry knows Larry and Jeff Jeff Garland who. Uh, also worked oh, at Second City, City you know, one of the producers on the show. 
Larry, they uh, they know what they want. You know, uh, Larry mostly it's it's in his head. Um, you know, he runs through the beats with you, and you know, sometimes you give them what they want. Sometimes you give them more than what they want, or you know, I mean, or something better than what they want. And sometimes you know, you just wouldn't get it. You know, or, or so, you know, I mean, you it, you're not giving them what they want. So they, I think that the the method of working is to try to work with you to see if you can't get to what to do what they want you to do. But if they don't, they'll I literally tell you what to say. Right. You know, that sort of thing. Did they have yeah. to do that with you, or did you... No, I just took off with them on that, you know, particularly uh, with the, well... I have the scene, too, so we can... Oh, do you? you wanna, oh, is you it wanna, with the, at the table? It's, 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 it's the dinner scene. Table? So there's the scene yeah. Um, yeah. that Larry David and his wife are hosting at their house a dinner party, and you, as a guest, come in and make yourself at home. Yeah, yeah, and and this scene, Larry just said to to go in. Uh, his his note was, you know, we're going to go in, retire to the dinner table, and uh, just take over the dinner party. You know, just it's his his house, and he said, you know, just take over the dinner party. Is what was the, was the direction? And this is the uh, outcome. Hey, listen, everybody, just uh, have a seat wherever you'd like. How about that? Okay. Um, <laughs> Oh, this is great. Huh? Look at this table. Huh? Oh, China. These chairs. Huh? Solid. You like that? Oh, yeah. We got to get some with the wings on them. You know? We go to Ethan Allen or something. Come on, sit down, Larry. Everybody, uh, just uh, dig right in. Huh? I mean, there's uh, no reason to wait or anything like that. I mean, you know, we'll just take the courses as, as they come along. Dig in. You heard him, man. Have yourself a good time, all right? I I, I think Larry will groom me on this. Uh, oh, for we sure. We stand on, on tradition in this. No, you know? no. However, there is... One tradition that uh, I particularly enjoy, and um, please join me. In the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Blesses the Lord of these thy gifts which we are about to receive from thy bounty through Christ our Lord, Amen. In the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Come on, let's break bread, huh? May I start with my salad now? Oh, sure, yeah. yeah. It's okay, he said it's okay to start the salad, everybody. It's okay. Let's break bread. One, one more thing, one more thing, all right? Here's to friends, huh? Oh, oh Here's to friends, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that was a good show, friends. Did you have anything to do with that one? No. Nah, no. Hell of a show. Uh, that's in reruns now, too, isn't it? Is it? <laughs> I, lo- I love that clip because it just, it's just so, you just take over and it's just so, well, you are that, that I, party guest that everyone fears. I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Right, yeah, well, yeah, that was pretty much it, yeah. Again, I waited for the bus. Yeah. How many takes did you have to do? I'm right, you waited for the bus, right. and, and, you, and you succeeded, and you, you got on that bus. But right. how, did, how, did, how many takes did you have to do that? Did you do it many well, takes? Well, he, he kept on, Larry was having a hard time holding it together for that, you know. So <laughs> it, it, it looks like, you know, you see it, the, you know, Larry's, it looks like he's cracking up again or something. But it, it reads as he was angry. With me, you know, he was very happy that, it, that we got that out of him, especially you know the, the Catholic blessing, <laughs> you know, uh, which infuriated you know, on, so, on, on so many levels. You know. But uh, yeah, you know, and we we were lucky there that you know that I mean it's always nice to, when you're working with somebody and they ask you to do something and you, and you give it to them. I mean, that's that's then you get to go home early. Right, yeah, you know, or you or we can do it the hard way and stay here all night. Yeah, so, yeah. Well speaking of staying home all night, we don't we we are done. We really? we have oh. come to our, our hour. I know, I know. Oh okay. 
I just had the one candy bar. You just had one candy bar. You got 12 more to go. I didn't even touch my water. I really didn't. Look at that. No, no, no. Drink your water. Oh, see, we're a little... That's all I got. But, um, yeah. Is there any other fun little story you want to share before... What, words of wisdom? If not... No, not at all. No. I just want to say... Thank you so much for being here. Oh well, thank you. You know, I, I got yeah. Congratulations to you too. I mean, this is like you know, it's really just wonderful sitting. I mean, I, you know, I don't, you know, I, I haven't had the status in a in a uh, in this business and everything else where I'm at, asked to come in and do a lot of talk shows and things like that. I never really had to do that. You know, I mean, you know, because you know nobody wants to talk to me. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but but I mean, but to sit here with you, to sit here, to sit here with you and and just chat, you know, and. You know, it's it, it, and and with some wonderful people that came out here tonight. I mean, I you know, I just you know got to say Miami Beach audiences are the greatest. Uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, no, but this way I did this is because it's like I wanted to talk to people that I grew up with and that knew my dad, and then who yeah. I've always. It's like I love when growing up and always seeing you on TV or always seeing you in films and just like being like I know him and it's it just you know and someone yeah. that he's always been it's like over you know movie overboard that was yeah. for me that was my favorite so what, I want to say thank you so much for doing that for me for what it's worth I'm sure your father's very proud of you. oh I think he is too so thank you so much thank you so much and I want to say thank you guys so very much for coming out tonight and Thanks, I will see you on October seventh. And it's going to be at Grimley, also known as Martin Short. Wow. So get your tickets, okay? Get your tickets. Wow, I'll be here for that, yeah. <laughs>